Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. I can't do this from the road, so it's going to be Wednesdays and Fridays at 2 o'clock from the studio when I'm off the road. Um, you know, I want to spend some time with you guys and uh, go over some, you know, you guys write a, write a lot in a lot of questions, and, and I kind of want to make them topics and stuff that we can discuss, and I know it's going to be not everyone's going to be a woman on here jumping on, and so not all my topics are going to be just geared towards ladies, but I will make them that. We've just had a, a, a big expansion. So we've got a few announcements during this broadcast. And um, one of them would be, I'm not saying goodbye officially to Nonstop Mom because a Nonstop Mom is who I am. That's why I got the title. And it has started uh, the ramp of where I am today. And so what we're going to be talking about today is kind of like how I got started and where it's put me today and what I've had the thoughts and the insecurities and the trap of comparison. And, you know, it all it all can lead to fear. But I'm going to talk about that today because I know that there's lots of things, ladies, that you uh, have wanted to do, wanted to step into, thought about doing, wasn't sure if it was the Lord. Hey, Uchenna, I can't wait to see you in Illinois next week. Um, And so, you know, we have to realize that we need to move forward in it because there is something so powerful and so special that God has called each and every one of us to do and we will live this life and we will pass up so many uh, opportunities that the Lord has created us to be a part of and to step in to do because of thoughts and things that people haven't even said. It's like we've talked ourselves out of it. But first, making mention of Nonstop Mom because Nonstop Mom has, like I said, got me uh, where I am today, but it has expanded so much that I just couldn't keep that box anymore. So we have now morphed Nonstop Mom into, we have a whole new thing for you, a brand new website. It's just my name. It's carolynshuttlesworth.com. And we've got all new podcasts coming your way. The old ones from Nonstop Mom are still up there. It's nothing that's going away. It's just morphing into it. But with what has transpired over the last few years and what I started talking about, mom topics have now uh, (laughs) morphed into this bigger picture where now um, doors have opened for me to speak at women's conferences and and churches. And um, I was kind of boxing myself in, you know, to this day, every day, uh, even, you know, you see that I'm a strong woman, is that I still have to bat down (laughs) the thoughts, the lies of the enemy, just just like everybody else. And so, Uh, To step out into what I'm doing was also a big leap of 
faith for me and doing something new because I'm, I'm perfectly fine uh, being behind the scenes. I actually always thought that when I married Ted, I just thought that like, hey Tanner, hey Tracy, hey Letty, just always thought that, you know, hey, he's the preacher, I'm gonna make sure he looks good, get everything uh, in order, let's do this. Uh, he's, he's the voice of the ministry, which he totally is. I am not overstepping him. <laughs> and anyway, uh, but, um, and people used to ask me on the road, they would say, Carolyn, your husband, and they would list all the wonderful things he does. He plays, he sings, he writes, he preaches. And, and people would actually say, what do you do? And I would be like, <laughs> what do I do, Lord? And so there was a lot of really seeking the Word of God in who my identity was in Christ and who I was as a mom. And many of you are watching and you are stay-at-home moms. And you know what? Let me tell you, that literally is one of the best jobs, the most important job you could ever have you could ever have. So don't ever get down on yourself for being home, never talking to adults, <laughs> cleaning spilled milk all the time, feeding your kids, making sure everybody, you know, is serving the Lord is huge, is huge. So never, ever, ever look down on yourself for that. But the Nonstop Mom platform has grown to such an extent that I have over 2,000 women in the group. And so I just, I needed to make it where I wasn't explaining myself all the time for people saying, hey, you know, I really love what, what you say. You know, are, are you sure I can be a part of, are you sure I can be a part of this group? Because it says Nonstop Mom and I'm not a mom. So this way I'm able to, all ages, single, young, older, in the middle, married, not married, you know, been through bad relations, anything. I want to be that voice for all because, you know, the Lord's really brought me into where I am. I, you know, a lot of people have met me now and they didn't know me before. And so when I say that, it was, I didn't do anything except traveled with Ted and I was the mom and you know, that, that was it. And so until I got that true identity that that was enough, but then the Lord also called me to do other things. And so I knew that it was kind of bubble up, bubbling up inside of me and I didn't really know how to do it because there was a time, and that's the topic we'll talk about today of comparison and insecurity because there was a time, <laughs> I laugh because I'll never forget being in Ted's uncle's church in West Virginia. And Teddy was getting ready to preach, and that's the home church of his parents. And um, my father-in-law had the mic, and he was supposed to just tell Ted, you know, hey, it's your turn to preach. But for some awful reason, he decided to say... <laughs> Carolyn, come on up. And I thought I literally was going to faint. Like you could hear my heartbeat. My chest was actually going like this, like in a cartoon. And it wasn't the love heart. 
it was literally sheer panic and terror uh, sound that was um, coming out of my chest. And <laughs> I laugh now because now I, I'm doing broadcasts and I've been I'm invited to meetings and I'm I'm speaking in, in front of people and and literally he wanted me to kind of introduce Ted and I and myself. And I was like, Hi, I'm Carolyn. Come on, Ted. <laughs> literally, that was that was pretty much the gist of me and a microphone. Uh, hearing my voice through a speaker, I mean, it was so terrifying. It would have been like me getting the mic and I'm like, Carolyn, here's Ted, you know, <laughs> That's, I'm not kidding. It was that bad. It, it was that bad. Thank you, Chenna. I appreciate you. And um, it, 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 was, it was literally, it was literally that bad. And I thought, there's no way I could even do more because I was so nervous and so insecure and so like, this isn't for me. I'm, I'm great behind the scenes. I, I run cameras when I'm on the road. I've, my kids are in the nursery, you know. <laughs> That's just how I was. Like, you know, tap me if they need me to nurse them, but right now I'm gonna run a camera. <laughs> That's just how I was. And I was so happy. And when I got unhappy, was when the Lord was depositing more in me and I was like, shoot, I'm going to have to get over this and I'm not going to have to compare myself. Uh, I come from a very strong family. I'm married into a very strong family. Everybody speaks. Everybody is a preacher, uh, you know, in, in their own right. And, and they are powerful and they know the word. And um, that was very frightening because even though I believed what they said, for me to actually do what they were doing was, was the frightening part. Um, and so I, I'm thankful that I stepped out and listened because, you know, I didn't have, I, I, I never have had anyone to do it with me. I, I've, I've never had any type of, um, you know, I've had my husband be the encourager, but I never had like, let me start this with a group of ladies and then that's how I was able to start and get into this. I literally had to get so out of my comfort zone and do, and do what I'm doing because, you know, a lot of you, like I said, see me now, but didn't know me then. And, and, and I'm definitely not, I'm the same person, meaning what I've had in me and the, the strength and the fight I have towards the enemy and the faith was always there. But I, I knew the Lord, as I got older, was, was training me. And so there was something I would always say to people that would say, do you speak or do you do this? And um, I would say, no, I don't, but, and you know, I'd always say this line, not knowing that later it was gonna bite me. 
I would always say, no, I don't, I don't, you know, I'll do, I'll do whatever the Lord wants me to do. I'll say whatever he wants me to say. I'll go wherever he wants me to go. And then I would just leave it at that and smile and, you know, take my babies off to the, the lobby and, and this and that. And that's kind of where I left it. And then when I started stepping out and the Lord would give me a little bit here opportunity and a little bit there, anytime I would go to, um, say like push it off and say no and it was it's really funny because I would look back now and I would say um, uh, in my mind I'd be like man I got asked for some things that I would I don't feel like at the time I was ready for and somehow or another I would say yes to them and be like so deathly afraid but then something would happen where it didn't work out so it, it, I look back and I'm like, it's like the Lord was uh, testing me to see if I would really stick to my word and um, say yes when it was the most uncomfortable situation. And I look back and I'm like, man, I said yes to all of them and they fell through. But what I'm saying yes to now is even greater than what he was going to have me do then. So, uh, ladies, today we're going to be talking about insecurity and the trap of comparison and how I want to destroy those thoughts and really smash it because there's so much that each and every one of us are called to do. And this is our problem. This, this is what happens, especially in this like social media driven world is we will talk ourselves out of things because we see other people doing it or, you know, we feel like, well, they're doing it, so I can't do it. Um, or, you know, we see this, we, the first thing we get on in the morning is we'll go through our Instagram feed and our Facebook feed and did people like what I posted? Uh, oh man, look at her. She's, you know, living the life doing this or this and that. And so they take this filtered life of, of social media that they see and what happens? Completely skews their, their calling, completely skews what God wants them to do and they talk themselves out of it because they have this trap of comparing themselves to so-and-so. You know, we can all picture somebody in our head right now where it's like, uh, I wanted to do this. You know, when, when I stepped out to do a podcast, my first podcast back at the end of December of 2018, when I started Nonstop Mom and released it, I said to Ted, I said, why am I, why people are going to, gonna think you know all these things I'm, I'm I'm following them in their footsteps no one's gonna listen to me you know what is it that I have to uh, say that someone else isn't saying and you know I have such a fine husband that was like Carolyn do you know how many people are in the world it's you know in the billions and he's like do you think the person you're thinking of or that you're talking about or that you're listening to or that you see is speaking to every person in the world? No. Ladies, think about it now. There are certain people in your life that you go to and you listen to 
because there's a drawing to them. There's a drawing to what they have to say. There's a drawing to their voice. There's a drawing to uh, the, the familiar spirit that they have. You're like, you know, there's people that I listen to because I, I, like, I like how they put it. I like that, you know, they're very plain. I like their boldness. I like the power that's behind the anointing that comes from their life. And, I, and their voice and what, you know, I, it's stuff that I'm like, yeah, that gets me going. And so that's the same thing. And so I could have never started what I'm doing now if I never got that in my mind as, you know, you're right. You're right, Ted. That person doesn't speak to everybody in the world. And there's going to be certain people that are attracted to what, how I preach and how I teach and how I say things. And there's going to be certain people that are attracted to so-and-so. And then I have to look at it as, is that person's end goal the same as mine? Are they speaking faith? Are they winning the loss? Are they seeing people healed? Are they, you know, it, yeah, they are. Okay, well then that's it. We don't need to, I don't need to compare myself to what they're doing because at the end of the day, the group of people they're talking to and dealing with, right, is going to heaven, is being full of faith, is being empowered, being encouraged. So the group that's, that's drawn to my ministry is what I need to focus on because that's the people that God has called into my life. And that's you guys. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate you taking your time out of, you know, Wednesdays and Fridays and, you know, the me trying to get the gist of what's going on is going to take a little bit longer today, but I don't, you know, plan on taking much of your time. Your time is precious. I know you guys are working and your moms and you got things going on, but um, I appreciate you taking this time out of your day to spend it with me to go over these things because I meet so many women on the road that are so talented and so gifted and they won't step out because of this the comparison trap, the insecurity trap, thinking that, you know, God uh, hasn't given them any talents or hasn't given them the smarts or the wisdom. But in all reality, <laughs> the Lord says in James, ask, ask for wisdom. I will not rebuke you for asking. He wants you to have it. He wants you to be as wise as King Solomon. It's not like that's, you know, the only person he wanted that. That's a prime example of who we're supposed to be like. You know, he wanted wisdom because with wisdom, we can conquer anything. We can take, carry out all the tasks that God's given us, whether it be the best wife you've ever, will ever be while you're here on earth, the best mom to your kids, if that's the only job you ever have, it's the most rewarding, it's the best paid, it's, you know, seeing your children bring on the legacy of, of living, you know, knowing that when you go on to be with the Lord, they're here on the earth, destroying the works of Satan, living by faith, doing what they're supposed to be doing as a Christian, bringing down heaven on earth. I mean, that in itself is a phenomenal thing. If you have a career and that's what you're doing right now, it, it, that's what we have to keep our mindset on and our blinders is staying in our lane and knowing that we cannot compare ourselves because if everybody just focused on what God called them to do, just imagine like the work that would get done on earth and quickly. 
it's not that we don't have the ability to to learn everything that's out there you know i don't run all the technical stuff of miracle word ministries but i sure am filled with the holy spirit that if i had to i could but we're blessed with giftings from other people that have joined in to work for Miracle Word Ministries. That, that you know, that's their gifting is now doing that. That's helping the vision. That's making it go out. I don't need to compare myself. We need to take our giftings that we all have. Let's work it together. What can we do? What can we get done? And, and that's what we have to do. We can't be women that go and... Uh, get down on each other and take each other out with words because it's going to it's going to put you in a bad spot and and the Lord's never going to use you for anything. You know, I I went to a church recently and I got just got a message. I actually went to try to find it before um I went live, which is lots going lots going on. Lots, lots going on. Trust me. And <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's laughing because she's like, yes, what was going on? And, um, and she wrote me because when I was there in January, we had a two-week revival, and she made these phenomenal keychains for, um, for my kids. And I was like, what is this? Do you, like, do this for a job? And she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to start a business and this and that. And I actually gave her a deadline and I was like listen before the end of February I want you to contact me and I want to see your business I want you to get it started this is phenomenal God's asked you to do it and you got to do it we can't wait to have all of our ducks lined up in a row before we step out in faith and do something that's not faith faith is not having it all figured out and then we take the leap nope God asked you to do something you take the leap and because God asked you to do it, he will provide in every way. And so she just wrote me and said, listen, Carolyn, just wanted to send you. Here's my store. Here's what I'm doing. I'm up on Instagram. Here's my Facebook. Here's my Etsy. This and that. You really motivated me. I'm doing it. And now I have income coming in. See, she could have dragged this out until it was all like completely perfect. And, and then she could have talked herself out of it. She could have said, oh, well, so-and-so, so-and-so I know is doing crafts, and I, you know, I, I don't really need to be doing that. Maybe I'll just, no. This is what God has called you to do. We can't look, it, it, it's kind of a slap in the face to the Lord for the talent that he's given you if you say, mm, no, I'm not going to do it because so-and-so is doing it. Just with the little things. We've got to stop comparing ourselves to what other people are doing what other people are doing it will destroy the talent that God has for you we know in 2nd Corinthians it says comparing themselves with each other as a standard of measurement how ignorant how unwise is it if we compare each other we should be building each other up. Insecurity is such a trap by the world. You got to have the best. Your house has to look like this. You got to have the best car. You know, before you know it, you're like 
locked away in a bazillion gazillion things of credit card debt when God says, listen, I want you to have all of these material things. I want you to have all of this, but you got to do it my way. You got to take my steps to get there, not the world steps, not the push to look uh, better than than anyone, not the push. You know, this the stuff I have now, I didn't have a few years ago. But the Lord's blessed me as I've sown, as I've given things, as I've stepped up to new levels of increase in the things of God and revelation of it. There's some some things I have now that if I didn't have a revelation of when I was younger, could have destroyed me, could have destroyed my thought process, could have destroyed and, and given me a love for things rather than a love for the Lord. Don't ever look like, you know, insecure that you're not going to have things. So getting into uh, comparison, I, I wanted to work on comparison and I know insecurity goes with um, both of it. But it says in, in 1 Peter 4.10, God has each of uh, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. That is going to have to be the bottom line of why you step out. I can't step out and I didn't step out because I felt like Miracle Word Ministries wasn't going to make it if they didn't have a women's section. <laughs> I mean, never, never once thought that. Literally stepped out with Miracle Word Kids because I thought, you know what? Man, if Ted's preaching goes south, we sure got that Miracle Word Kids to sustain this ministry. <laughs> No, I never once thought that. This is what I thought. Will everything I do bring glory to God? Is everything you're doing bringing glory to God? Is cleaning the 19th crushed cracker on the floor of your kitchen, moms, are you doing that? Is it bringing glory to God? Yes, it says then everything you do will bring glory to God. You have to make sure that is your main focus. If it's you being a CEO to, like I said, being a stay-at-home mom, the whole point of what you're doing, starting a side business, working from home, selling jewelry, selling vitamins, selling whatever you want to sell, oils, are you doing it? With, to the glory of God? Are you happy? Are you at peace? Are you staying in your lane? Are you on the path that God has for you? That's the only time it's ever going to work when you step out in obedience, obedience to what he's called you to do. You can't focus. You, can, you guys can write this is don't focus on the life you think someone has. Don't focus on the life you think someone has. You have to focus on the life that God has given to you. Think Things are different. And many friends that I know, like I said, I come from a strong family of preachers. 
but is it what God has called me to do? Am I going to step out and speak because someone else is doing it? Or am I stepping out and doing what God has called me to do because he asked me to do it? He's given me the ability. I'm a mouthpiece for him. You know, every time I pray, I'll, write, I'll say it again, don't focus on the life you think someone has. Focus on the life that God has given to you. Good, Susan, because I used to not think I could homeschool. It was the scariest thing I ever tried, and now I never want my kids to not homeschool. So, and that's one of the things people say to me. They'll say, I, I don't think I could ever do it. Have you ever sought the Lord on it? Have you ever asked the Holy Spirit? One, uh, I, I feel like I'm quoting Ted the entire time, but you know what? He's helped me a lot stepping out and doing things because he's like, you know what? He gets aggravated when he travels and he meets lots of incompetent people. And <laughs> I think we all do. And um, uh, we'll talk to them and he'll sit and he'll talk to them. And it's like, I just want to let you guys know, everything that Ted knows and talks about and does is purely because he has gone after it and studied it. Every technological thing he knows how to fix and do, everything from the word of, from the word of God to anything, it's he's literally gone after it for himself. So it gets aggravating because we can all do it because we're filled with the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Holy Spirit. We have, you know, we put on the mind of Christ. We can go after it. There's nothing that we can't do. Just got to make sure you ask the Holy Spirit that, hey, is it what I should be doing? Is this what you have for me in this season of my life? I want to step out and do this. I don't care what someone else is doing. I don't care if they're doing the same thing. God's going to bless your situation. He's going to have the hand on your life to bring favor for what you're doing. It's okay if you and your friend are doing the same thing. There will be different outcomes because this is what you're doing in the obedience of God and this is what they're doing. But do it together. Don't let the enemy talk you out of any kind of comparison, insecurity, issues. All right. We know in our mind, what does it mean to be insecure? It's a feeling of a significant lack of self-confidence, a powerful fear of others' disapproval. You know, when I was looking up this word, I was thinking of, of this stuff that's like, you know, rejection. That, that helps us you know, stay insecure. Did they not like my post? Did they not like what I have to say? Did so-and-so, it's like people will post things and they could have a hundred likes on it, but if it's this one person <laughs> that didn't like it, they don't care about the other hundred likes. It's like they need approval from this person, which brings me back to my verse of 1 Peter 4.10. Is a glorifying Lord, that's the only thing. Did he approve it? Is he, is he saying to you, good job, good job, or you need approval from man? Do you need approval from this world? No. They're all freaking losing their minds. I don't need approval from any of these psychos. Okay, back. 
Um, and so it's a lack of self-confidence, powerful fears of others' disapproval or rejection, or a chronic sense of inferior fear. I can't say the word anymore. Tiffany, say it. Thank you. Inferiority. I need, I need to hear it. <laughs> Man, I'm so insecure now. I can't even say that word. Shoot, I shouldn't be doing a broadcast. See, that's like what most people would be thinking. Nope, you just have to shut that down and be like, listen, hey, I'm calling a friend. What is the, what is the one who wants to be a millionaire? I need a lifeline. I'm calling a friend. Help me with the word. <laughs> uh, Ted and I had the opportunity of um, meeting Dr. Reinhard Bonnke. When we first started out our ministry, we got to go to his office in Orlando and uh, sit with him. You know, he went, he went home to be with the Lord in 2019. Uh, but his legacy lives on, and it uh, has such a phenomenal soul-winning ministry, one of the biggest. I mean, the Crusades in Africa and the millions that would come to the Lord and come for the salvation call will put you in tears to watch those videos. But um, when we were there, he said to my husband and I, which you've heard Ted say a lot, on our other broadcast is if people's praises, their praise to you, they, it can't build you up, then criticism can't tear you down. Think about that. If you don't allow the others uh, praise and that's what's pushing you, you know, if they like you or don't like, it's too, it's too much of an emotional roller coaster, that stupid heart that's on Facebook and uh, Instagram, you know, is it red? Is it tapped? Is my followers there? It's too much of an emotional roller coaster. Don't worry about that stuff. It's junk. Who cares what other people say? Do what God's called you to do. Like, that's what I was telling Tiffany. I was like, if there's three people watching or however many's actually watching right now, then, then so be it. Because I know what I'm doing is what the Lord has asked me to do. And as long as I'm obedient before him, as long as I'm doing what he's called me to do, you know, I, I, I literally say this every time before I speak or preach at a, at a conference or a meeting or anything like that. I always say, Lord, you've called me to do this. You've called me to step completely out of my comfort zone that you're going to have to give me the right words to say and the Holy Spirit's going to have to speak through me because I am legit your mouthpiece. <laughs> I just talk to the Lord, just like that. I don't need to have a holy moment. I don't need to be in a prayer closet. I don't need to be on my knees. I just say, Lord, listen, I need your help because you asked me to do this. You asked me to do this. Nobody, I'm not doing this. If, if this was my choice, I'm perfectly happy being at home and uh, I'll keep doing some of the admin stuff I'm doing and the financial stuff and the, the back end stuff and, and book and travel. I'm good with that. I'm totally good with that. Homeschool mom, I'll make dinner. I'm good with it. But Lord, you, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the things that I've been doing in the last two years, you have called me to do. And so you need to help me. He doesn't want to look stupid. He wants his word to go forth. He wants the gift of faith to be raised inside of you. He wants encouragement. He wants you to feel worthy. He wants you to feel loved. And so, listen, it's got to be something that the Lord has said, do it. And you put the pressure on him. Say, Lord, you've called me to do this. You've called me to be, let me be excellent in this area. I will not let insecurity get me down. I will not try to have excuses, which is going to bring me to my story uh, in Exodus 3 and 4 uh, with Moses. 
You know, I actually, um, Brooklyn and Madeline School this year, they were required, they changed it up, they were required to do a, a semester of Bible. And I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed how they presented everything and they went through the stories. And, you know, I, we got to really dig into deep the story of Moses. And a few things had caught my attention when I was going over it with Brooklyn. And when I got a chance to sit and, you know, she's seven, so I have to paint the bigger picture for her um, and, and certain things. And when we were going through Moses before we got to the part of him going back to Pharaoh and uh, telling him, you know, you're going to let my people go. And they did the whole, no, you're not. Yes, you are. No, you're not. You know, so <laughs> before we got there in Exodus 3 and 4, it shows when Moses escaped because um, remember he killed uh, one of Pharaoh's guys that was uh, hurting an Israelite slave. And so he, he's, he's out of there. He left. He's running. I'm gone. I'm out of there. But really caught my attention I don't care what they say about me as long as they like my shoes. <laughs> you can tell this is a women's broadcast. Um, uh, it, you could tell that he was running, but the Lord found him. Because you can't, you can't hide. We, all, we already know that from Adam and Eve. Like You can't hide from the Lord. So when he's asked you to do something, we're going to have to put down any uh, preconceived idea about ourselves, about the situation, and be like, yes, Lord, I'm here. How, 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 what do you want me to do? How can you use me? And so when you get to Moses and you, you read Exodus 3 and 4, when I really got to 4, I had to stop at verse 10 because it says, but Moses pleaded with the Lord, O Lord, I'm not very good with words. I never have been, and I'm not now. Even though you've spoken to me, I get tongue-tied, and my words get tangled. Then the Lord said to Moses, Who makes a person's mouth? Oh, he's getting a little bit of a rebuke. <laughs> Which you don't, you, don't, you don't really want those from the Lord, but, you know, they're good every once in a while. They put us online. Who decides whether people speak or do not speak, hear or do not hear, see or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? And then all I can hear is him yelling like a father to a kid. Now go! <laughs> now go! I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you in what you say. Done. That's all I had to hear when I read those verses. And I thought, you know what? I will never again, never again look at anyone else's situation and think, you know, here, I can't do it. Um, I'm not good enough to speak. I hate microphones. I don't speak anything like my husband or, you know, so-and-so that I look up to. Uh, that's it. Uh, I'm, I'm over it. I'm not... You know, I'm thinking, holy cow, the Lord just was like, listen, you think I don't know that you have a little bit of a speech impediment? You, I still called you. I didn't make mistakes. I didn't say, shoot, I got the wrong person. 
I didn't mean to ask Moses. I meant to ask Joe, you know. Shoot, you know, I, I had no idea Carolyn hated speaking, public speaking. You know, when she took that public speaking class in college, I just, I must have missed how much she hated it. Because <laughs> I, I really hated it. I had to like befriend the teacher so I could get a good grade and be like, hey, you want some coffee? I'll bring you some. You like me? Okay, can you pass me? Because <laughs> I don't want to get up there in front of the classroom of 10 kids and be like giving you my speech. But, uh, you know, once I read that, once you guys really see that, he made excuses. I'm the wrong guy, right? We could say that. I'm, I'm the wrong girl, Lord. This is not the direction you called me in. How can I possibly do this? You know, I don't, I don't have a platform to speak on, Lord. How can I, po you know, I know, I know lots of other women who feel like they want to start a podcast. Start it. Who cares if you have two people listening at first? Start it. If that's you watching and you feel like, you know, you're either uh, a, a pastor's wife or uh, not even a pastor's wife, a mom that wants to give mom advice, Christian mom advice, you know, you want to talk about stuff that um, your own experiences with your own children, things, help them out. Good Lord, every time somebody gets pregnant, there's always somebody that's got to come with like this tragic story of pregnancy and delivery and it puts everybody into fear mode. Do the opposite. You had a wonderful pregnancy. You had a wonderful uh, labor and delivery. Speak on it. Encourage somebody. That's what I did with Jenna in the miscarriage podcast. I felt strongly about it because I don't want women to feel ashamed that they've had a miscarriage. I want them to know that, hey, listen, God's called you to be a mom. It's a desire of your heart. Keep going after what God has placed in your heart. Keep going after it. So if you want to start a podcast, start a podcast. It's not hard to start a podcast. Get a good microphone off Amazon. Go after it, record it, put it up on Podbean. That goes to all the avenues so you don't have to like individually upload each one. It's not hard to start these things. You want to make uh, three-minute encouraging videos on YouTube? Do it. Do you, have you ever scanned YouTube to see? Let me tell you something. Somebody, what was it? My sister-in-law told me about this chick on YouTube. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. I mean, like, I don't even remember the name of it. But she, she chews things. Is this the stuff our children get and adults? Is this girl with big lips, with lip gloss on, that chews things? I'm not making this up. I had to look it up for myself. She sits there at a table and it's not food. I don't think all of it. It's some of it's like paper and what isn't it? She chewed on a brush. She chewed on a hair. I'm gonna find this out. I can't remember the name. I've gotta look her up again because I need you guys to see what the heck is on YouTube. 
When you guys get out there and look at what people are posting, you will be the most encouraged person in the entire world. Please do me a favor. Go and look at what other people are putting videos on and you will be like, heck, I can totally do this. Get out there, get a video, pop it on YouTube, encourage people, let them know about the Word of God, get a topic in your heart and go after it. This is why I'm trying to tell you, do not back down to what God has deposited inside of you. It is not small. It is not something that shouldn't be done. He wants you, if this lady can have over a million subscribers by eating a freaking hairbrush, can you please get on and tell somebody about the love of Jesus? Give them a testimony for crying out loud. The Bible says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Get on there and you got a testimony. Get on YouTube, get on Instagram and tell somebody. It's not a matter of how many people like it. Don't go by that. The word will spread and people will like your stuff if it's not corny. So don't get on there and tell people about the love of Jesus and then do a terrible dance or something very cheesy. Just get on there and do what God's asking you to do. But if this lady can get on there and eat wrappers, I mean, I'm not kidding you. It's like a noise thing. People are so mental nowadays that this is what we have. It will be a cold day in hell that my kid would ever watch a show where some girl eats objects and candy and wrappers to get some kind of satisfaction of noise. Give me a break. And this is why they're all making dumb decisions. It's because they don't have the Holy Spirit talking to them. They have crunch sounds and they don't even know what decisions to make because they have food sounds cracking in their head. Well, yeah, that will make anyone to make a bad decision. Okay, so we're coming back to Moses. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I just get frustrated because I see good anointed women that I meet and they won't step out and do things because this is the insecurity that they have. No more. No more. Get shopping on uh, the internet and you'll see that, hey, listen, you can do whatever God's called you to do. If these people can get up there and have a million subscribers, get up there and talk about something that's actually going to change somebody's life. Okay, so this is what he was saying. The Israelites won't believe that I talk to God. I'm not an eloquent speaker. I don't have the right words to say. And God said, listen, I made no mistakes. I called you to do this. I called you to, to work here. I called you to be a part of this. I called you to step out in this. And I want you to do it. How can he give you more if you won't say yes to the first thing that he's asking you to do? People always see somebody in my position, I have a studio, I'm doing this, Ted's on TV, our ministry's around the world. <laughs> we started in the living room in our Virginia home. Actually, we started in my other living room, my Virginia home. You know, you have the formal living room and then you have the, the TV living room, you know, the one that no one goes in when you first walk in the house, which I have ixnayed because that is such a waste of space. Um, and then, the other one, we got a big black cloth. Tiffany actually found some videos <laughs> hidden the other day. A big black cloth, 
two really hot umbrella lights because holy cow that that's what we could afford at the time and ted went and did like a five minute video and that is literally how we started but if we felt like we had to wait to where we are now we would never be where we are now so you have to say listen okay god i'm gonna use the best resources that i have right now and i'm gonna serve my purpose and what you have called me to do. Because look, the same way as Moses, your purpose is going to take faith. Faith is in everything. Faith is in everything. Your purpose will take faith. So we have to smash this social media um, comparison that everyone's doing. We have to destroy the thoughts of insecurity because none of it is from the Lord. None of it. He wants you to succeed. He didn't make mistakes. He didn't make someone else smarter than the other person. That person's just going after it. You can have the mind of Christ, just like the Bible says. You can ask for wisdom just as much as the other person asks for wisdom. But you have to go over it. We're so busy with our focus on, on somebody else and what they're doing that we're not able to truly walk into what God's called us. So, you know, stepping out is going to take faith. I was rolling on your living room floor to pass him a paper. Yes, Jenna, <laughs> yes, there's Jenna on Facebook. And she said, I remember our first Christmas video. And we sat in front of the fireplace. <laughs> And Jenna, once again, she loves the floor. I don't know what it is, but she was rolling or doing the worm just like she did on our Christmas video. But no, in our living room, she crawled, <laughs> she crawled to Ted. She crawled to Ted and gave him a sacrifice at his feet. No, it was paper of uh, prayer requests and stuff that um, where we had to begin and and where we were then is not where we are now and where we are now is not the end of where God is taking us you've got to start somewhere and insecurity insecurity and um, comparison is a demonic trap because it puts thoughts and fear and binds you up where you will not step out and do what God's called you to do. Don't look. Uh, this is encouraging because although I've put my testimony in a series of videos on my Facebook, I've only ever had a few family and close friends on Facebook who now think I'm, I'm gonna say loony because of that emoji, because I'm the first one saved. I'm doing it, I'll put them. Oh, okay, I see. You, you want to do it, yeah. But the thing is, they might see it, they log on to see it, and it changes it, but you don't know who else you're reaching. You can't, like Leanne said, you can't look at it like that. Get your, like I'm telling you, look at the crap that's on YouTube and Instagram. These videos of everybody, everybody with these god-awful outfits that's out there, and hairstyles and uh, men dressed as women and, and giving, giving me makeup tutorials. Get the heck out of here. Get the heck out of here. 
You're a man. Get that makeup off of your face. You look ugly. You look ugly because God didn't make you a woman. He made you a man. Now get a set and go be a man. Okay? So yeah, I said it. Go be a man. <laughs> that's, that's the way God made you. So listen. Get out of this comparison. Social media trap and what other people are doing. Everybody gets this. I'm getting ready to do something and then bam, somebody else does it. Don't let that stop you. Put your blinders on. God told me to still do this. I don't care that they have a podcast. I don't care that they're doing this. There's other people in the world that need what I have inside of me. You're doing it, uh, the Lord, by you're doing nothing if you're just keeping it with, held with inside of you. So we've got to take this insecurity. We've got to trust what the Lord's called us to do. And whatever you are doing, every season's going to look different. What I have time for now, I didn't have time for back then. Every season is going to look different. Every season. But what has God called you in the season that you're in is what's important. Step out. Step out and say, yes, I'll do it. I don't care if someone else is doing it. I'm doing it just like I read in 1 Peter 4.10. Everything you do will bring glory to God. Is everything you're doing bringing glory to God? Think about it. Is there something that he's asked you to do that you haven't done because you've let comparison of other people, the insecurity, maybe I'm not good enough, maybe I don't look like her, uh, I'm not really good in pictures, I'm not, listen, I'm telling you, please just search the internet. You will be so encouraged by the end of the night. I'm telling you, it, it will boost your self-esteem if you guys just search things on the internet. <laughs> you will come out feeling so wonderful and so pretty. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to leave it at that. Other things I could say, but probably are best kept in my mind. Um, so, <laughs> listen, everyone has a talent. Everybody has a job. Everybody has a direction from the Lord. We got to figure out what it is. We're not meant to float around. We're not meant to do whatever. And I was really thinking the other day that, man, it, it was, it, it, it kind of choked me up a little bit. I thought, this is it. Like one life, one time to be who I am now, one time to do what God's truly called me to do. This is it, guys. It's a heavy thought. One, one chance. I do not want to be 80 years old and be like, man, I shoulda, woulda, coulda. Because I look back and I'm like, I really cared what so-and-so thought, or I didn't really think the world needed, you know, what I had to say. The world needs what's deposited inside of you. You've got to step out and you've got to do it. You've got to do it. So when I pray for you today, I'm going to pray for confidence. I'm going to pray for boldness. We're going to smash and destroy the insecurity. The Lord doesn't make mistakes. 
He hasn't made you dumb. He hasn't made you ugly. Moses had a speech impediment. He didn't speak very well. God said, listen, I want you to go and release, to break free all the Israelites. Big job at hand, given to somebody who felt like he couldn't do it, who felt like he couldn't speak, who felt like he didn't have it within him, who felt like he didn't have the power to do what God's called him to do. And God said, hello, do you think (laughs) I didn't know that you had this issue? But I'm using you anyway. There's a purpose. You're the man for the job. You're the woman for the job. Let him use you. Let him speak through you. So I want you to join your faith with my faith. I want, I want us to be in agreement on this because where there's uh, agreement, where there's unity, there's strength in it. And I know, you know, you could think right now, Lord, listen, I'm done with this after today. I'm not letting this stuff get to me. You know, there's times where I, I'll look at people's, uh, you know, I've got friends that post the best pictures of their dining room table all the time and their house. And I'm like, well, that's not exactly what I see right now. I see school books and Legos and um, lightsabers and, oh, the bowl of cereal that nobody ever took to the sink and it's one o'clock in the afternoon and that was eaten at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. You know, oh, my kids, all the pillows are on the floor and, you know, man, that person has their house looking like, you know, pottery barn. It's not that I don't like it, but I can't let that discourage me and feel like, you know, I'm a bad mom. I'm not doing the right thing around my house. You've got to stay in the joy. You've got to stay in the lane. You've got to stay exactly and doing what God's called you to do and not let be happy for them. If there's something that's bothering you, the best thing to do is uh for me, I've, I mean, over the years, when I had to work past insecurities and I had to work past comparison, is man, I would go out of my way to compliment that person. I would go out of my way, you know, because if not, you're going to take a different direction, and the different direction is, you know, offense and everything else and comparison, and it takes you out of your purpose for God, and you go a different direction. So do something that's going to talk yourself into it until you get to that point where you can release the comparison, that trap, where you can smash and destroy insecurities. And no, listen, I know exactly where God's called me to be. I know exactly what he's called me to do. I know uh, exactly where I am and how much I can do at this time. Because if I step out of that, then I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to operate at my full capacity. That's why I talked about on Monday morning. There's something you got to say no sometimes. You got to say no. It doesn't mean you don't know how to do it because you said no. It's just because it's not going to be uh, serving purpose for what God's asked you to do in this season and in this time. So I encourage you before I pray, if there's something, uh, if there is, um, oh yeah, 
Marilyn, it's fine to post your table. I'm just saying sometimes when people see other people's stuff and they don't have it, it gets them down. It gets them feeling insecure about what they have. But don't be like that. Be so confident in everything God has for you and what you have right now and thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for what you have and where you are. And then say, thank you, Lord, for where you're bringing me. Thank you, Lord, for where I'm about to be. Thank you, Lord, for what you have for me. I not only thank you for what you brought me out of, I'm not only thanking you for what I currently have, but thank you, Jesus, for where I'm going. And when you stay in that, he can use you. He can use you. So thank you, Father God, for each and every person watching today. Thank you for... Uh, this word that went forth for uh, knowing their self-worth. So they will not feel insecure anymore. They will not feel the trap of comparison, whether what this society puts on them, uh, the world, what other people's, uh, the voices of other people have said. For Lord, that they know who they are in Christ. Lord, make known to them their gifts and talents as they seek uh, your face and wondering what you have for them, that they step out and do it, that they uh, take this leap of faith to step out and do what you've called them to do. What they think is, is minor, Lord, it's actually really major because you don't make mistakes and you're looking at them. You're saying, I can trust them to carry out my word. I can trust them to help people in this lost and dying world. I can trust them to be my mouthpiece, to trust them, Father God. So Lord, thank you that you've given everyone the confidence and the strength strength to step out in, in the mighty name of Jesus. Just like it says in Joshua, for I've commanded you, do not be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. And we're not discouraged. Amen. I, I, I thank you for joining me today because I want you to feel anytime that I'm doing these afternoons when I'm off the road, I want you to feel encouraged. I want you to take a moment to think and be like, yeah, there's something I know that God's asked me to do that I made a really big deal in not doing it. And I, and I want to hear about it. If there's stuff that's been um, like Leanne wrote, she said, this really helped me. There's the videos and stuff I'm going to put up. Uh, that I was not going to put up because my family thought I was going to be crazy. But hey, listen, if it's pleasing to the Lord at the end of the day, that that is all that matters. Is it pleasing to the Lord? Am I stepping out in obedience to do what he's called me to do? Am I being the best mom and the best wife? If that's my only job right now, do it with excellence. If I run my own business and that's my only thing right now, do it with excellence. There's... <laughs> there's so many uh, uh, what is it the fashion blog posters that are out there right now everyone would be like well I can't do that because no like I said at the beginning everyone is attracted to something and what somebody has to say and how they put it and what they do be the one be the one make the only focus is if this is what God's asked me to do and I feel a nudge and a push that I'm stepping out in faith and I'm gonna do it. No more comparison, no more trap of insecurity. I know who I am, I know what he's called me to do and this is it. So 
with that being said, thank you so much for joining me today. I don't even know what time it is. Oh, it's three o'clock. I did an hour. Look at that. Look at that. Tyra, I can't wait to see you. I've got Tyra from Albemarle, North Carolina, driving in. I'm getting ready to speak at World Harvest April 24th uh, from 10 to 1. It is a uh, women's uh, brunch, and I invite you to come out to it. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be you know, not just a good talk. We're going to have a good time in the Lord. We're leaving encouraged. We're leaving full of faith. Um, we're going to do a question and answer uh, panel. We've got food for you. It's only $10 and it's from 10 to 1. And I've got people that are, are driving in. I've got people that have contacted me from Massachusetts. They're looking at trying to fly in. And it's just phenomenal what the Lord has done. And I am so uh humbled by it like that you guys are coming in for this stuff but i genuinely love spending time with you i genuinely love you and just like my video said i want to finish the devil i hate him with all of my heart and so the more that i can get that instilled in you guys to rise up to do what god's called you to to, to do and to be strong in the lord he's gonna hate it and he's gonna come against you but who cares? Who cares? Our whole life is meant to destroy the works of Satan. And women, we got this. We are strong in, in his might and we're going to do this and we're going to destroy his works. And he can't have our bodies and our mind and he can't have your family and your marriage. He can't have your kids. He can't have any part that belongs to you because he has no right he has no right. So that's the purpose of these afternoon broadcasts is so you can serve notice on the enemy and be like, listen, I might have been trapped by comparison and insecurity before. I've listened to the lies of the enemy, but I am no more, no more. I'm going to step out and do what God's called me to do. And you're right, Jacqueline, we got this. Um, Tiffany, a few women wrote some things at the top. Uh, I just wanted to see what they said. Uh, thank you. I needed that. I'm so thankful to come. Yep. O Oscar goes to that church. He's helping me out here. Um, okay. I just wanted to see what some people had, had written because I was talking and, and the comments go so fast. But thanks, thanks for uh, sharing this. Thanks for being a part of it. Um, I'm going to be back in the studio tomorrow morning for our normal broadcast at 1030. So make sure that you... Um, are joining. Uh, I would love to see you there. And then I'll, uh, Ted will be back Friday morning. He's actually in, um, he's actually in, uh, where is he? Emily City, Michigan. I was like, he's literally like back to back, so busy all the time. But it, I don't know if you're catching those services at night. He's live at 630. They have been phenomenal. And let me tell you, when you guys see the pictures, um, and the crowd and the video of this service, let me tell you, this church is literally in the middle of nowhere. You have to drive like 40 minutes from where he's staying to get on a two lane country road and then bam, there's this church. When you watch these services and look at the pictures that he's been posting, just think about, hey, this church is not in a big city. This church is in a small city. They don't even have hotels in the city. That's a small city. It's not even a city. It says Imlay City, but it's more like a little town in Imlay. And 
what God is doing out there. People are hungry. They're getting filled with the Holy Spirit. Hundreds are being saved, I mean, since Sunday. God is moving. God is moving. So be a part of it. I'm glad you're watching. It's tonight at 6.30. Um, and is today Wednesday? Is today the last night that he's there? He comes home tomorrow. I don't even know what day of the week it is half the time. Um, so make sure, make sure you turn in tonight. It has been blowout services every night. But I, I want to thank you for being with me. Don't forget, ladies, moms, uh, grandparents, this is for anybody. Kids, we have a new kids um, uh, Bible study and video today. Uh, for the kids, we're also talking about insecurity because, listen, it is a nasty root that can grow. Uh, and, you know, sometimes when you've heard things and you've encountered things over and over and over again or someone's, you know, said certain things to you, it molds you into who you are as a, as a person later on in life. So let's nip the insecurity in the bud at a young age for your kids. And we have special declarations um, uh, for your children. So when they, they think certain things like, I'm not talented enough, what can I say? And we put that in there for your kids to say, I'm not, I'm not good looking enough. Well, we got scripture on that for your kids so they can say it. Or, you know, I feel anxious. Well, we got scripture in there for your kids to say it. They need to know what the word of God says over their life. So make sure you download the app. It's really easy to get. Uh, Miracle Word is uh, the new app that we have. And you've got to get that for your kids. It's all free. It's YouTube videos for them. Uh, they can get the free Bible study. And we go through what it is to feel um, confident. You know, we backed it up with last week we did confidence because it's something that we have to hit home. I am not going to tell you how old I am, but you know, here I am and still to this day, I have to know what the Word of God says to beat off insecurity and to get the confidence that God has for me. So let's start them young. Let's get it instilled in our kids at a young age to be confident, full of the Holy Ghost. So check that out, get it, print it, be a part of what Miracle Word Kids is doing. Make sure you don't forget to check out my new website, carolynshuttlesworth.com. New podcasts are coming out. You can reach me on there. You can personally email me if you have any questions, if you have any topics that you feel like you want to hear on the afternoon broadcast. Because just like it says, together we're going to know the word, we're going to build strong faith, and we're going to finish the devil together. Your strength in numbers, ladies. We got this. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow morning for our Miracle Word broadcast at 1030. And then I'll be back again in the afternoon, Friday at 2 o'clock. Bye.